0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Daniel McAdams, our co-host. Daniel, good to see you this morning. Happy Wednesday, Dr. Paul. How
1: are you? Good. Are you ready and raring to go? Yes, we have some good news, so I'm excited. Well,
0: that's what we want to start off with. Hopefully we can finish off with a good news story, too. We'll try it. But there'll be a few scary things in this program, because uh, you you can't pretend the world's perfect, and we just know which way we're striving for and what we're striving for. But in the begin begin with, we want to get go to a good news story because, you know, the judicial system, you know, the um, you know the FBI types and Department of Justice. There's a lot of corruption there. CIA and FBI people who are supposed to protect the law, you know, enforce the law. That's one thing. But the judges and some of them uh, have been appointed by Republicans. Some have been report, uh, appointed by Democrats. But there's been some favorable rulings. Uh, this president figured that the laws weren't written by Congress uh, and you didn't really have to have a law, you just had to have an executive order. But that, that was learned from the Republicans as well as the Democrats. So when this epidemic came, boy, this, this was exciting. You know, everybody all the way down to uh, the school board and the sheriff and uh, others, they could just uh, write a mandate. But the big issue now in these last several months and uh, which has been very helpful to our argument, have been the uh, uncontrolled mandates by the president that made no sense. And at the same time, the people were sick and tired of mandates. And, uh, and, and, and uh, a governor like DeSantis in Florida was thriving on the silliness of you know expanding it yeah. so DeSantis is doing one thing going opposite right Texas even Texas had to reverse their their pattern and try to try to get rid of some of the harm done by mandates but not not the president he's determined you have to give him credit he hasn't given up he's still doing it there but guess what the roadblock has been in the courts and that's that's pretty good yeah and there's been several now they've had uh, these mandates about how to Force people to be obedient. You know, there was an OSHA case and uh, the, the other cases that came up. Uh, the th- this has been very helpful. But this weekend, I guess there was another ruling that uh, on on. Uh, the contract laborers and 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 it was reversed so biden's been losing in the court but he hasn't given up and he's going to keep pursuing it but this this last ruling was different because it wasn't just for one state they took another another ruling and said this means nobody can force these so so uh you know, the system has worked to a degree uh a little bit better than we generally think
1: yeah, and you know, it was on September 9th, I think it was, that President Biden announced he was getting very impatient with Americans for not getting vaccinated. So he put some new rules up. The OSHA mandate was every company with 100 or more workers must require a vaccine for their employees. And if you had 99 or if you had 100 yeah. you fired someone, you'd be okay, you would not get COVID, no problem. Also, anyone who works in hospitals uh, with Medicare or Medicaid Uh, provided must get the vaccine and then the third one was anyone who works for a company that is a contractor or subcontractor to the US government must get a vaccine well they've gone one two three strikes you're out Uh, the uh, OSHA 100 uh, was was nullified by the Fifth Circuit that's now being appealed in the Sixth Circuit the Medicare just last week was enjoined to the entire country. Originally a judge had ruled that 10 states that sued uh, ruled in their favor against it. And then last week a Kentucky judge ruled against the contractor mandate for three states that sued, Kentucky, Ohio, and Tennessee, which we reported at the time, but yesterday a federal judge from from Georgia ruled enjoined the entire United States to that decision, so there is as of now no federal contractor mandate three huge things to fall here's what judge baker from georgia said in his ruling in its practical application it this mandate operates as a regulation of public health it will also have a major impact on the economy at large as it limits contractors and members of the workforce ability to perform work on federal contracts accordingly appears to have vast economic and political significance so that's part of the ruling.
0: Right. Now, our friend Jonathan Turley yeah. keeps good tabs on this. So if people are really looking to follow this, uh, he'd be a good one to follow. He's be, He's been a friend. He, uh, you know, of course, uh, you're well aware of the fact that he was... Uh, close friends with my office when we were in, yeah. in Washington when we first started the the Liberty Committee, yeah. you know, and had the luncheons, uh, which uh, were very favorably accepted, and they're still talked about. Even though, you know, in a way, I. Thought, why, why are they talking about it? It wasn't that big a deal, you know. Well, it was an issue deal, but there weren't a lot of people. We didn't get hundreds of people, call, you know, coming to my office, making yeah. sure they can come. There were people who came, came for a very special reason. But I think Jonathan uh, either was there. I know he was there twice. He could have been yeah. there even more. But he, we've stayed in touch with him, so uh, we have relied on him, and he's very, very thorough and understands this issue very well.
1: And he does a good job in a in a column. He did today on his site, Turley.org, which we've reprinted on ronpaulinstitute.org, where he makes a very interesting por- point that I think we should contemplate. And this isn't rare. All presidents do it. It's basically the kill them all let god sort it out strategy, which is that do something you know is illegal and let the courts find it illegal. But what is unusual is for the Biden administration to actually herald the fact that it's doing this. And this is Jonathan Turley writing. Um, Chief of Staff Ron Klain went to Twitter to herald the use of OSHA as a, quote, workaround of the constitutional limitations placed on President Biden. He advertised it. We are working around the Constitution. <laughs> now, could you imagine if Trump would come out and said, hey, I know this is illegal, but I'm working around the Constitution. There would be a you know, fourth, fifth, sixth, there'd be more impeachment hearings than there would be booster shots, right? <laughs> right. So, so this is what is, is happening. And I wrote about this yesterday on Raw Politics and Seats' website. Too. on a more serious note though, in the meantime, between when this was promulgated in September and now, imagine the agony of people facing this horrible choice. Do I lose my job? Do I lose my livelihood? Are my kids going to go thrown on the street? If I don't want to take a medical treatment that the CDC itself says doesn't act like a vaccine, it doesn't prevent infection, doesn't prevent transmission. So people have had heartache, and in my in my article I went a little further. I said it's a form of terrorism.
0: You know, t- to me, it's it's good. We're pointing this out as movement in the right direction. But it's sad, the fact that we ever got to this point. How did we get into such a mess that we're so grateful to get a spoonful of liberty back again and say, well, maybe maybe my relative, and you have a relative that might have been injured by this, maybe he won't lose his job, this sort of thing. It, it's, it is so sad because these are the things the Constitution was supposed to guarantee. So they're doing exactly what they said we are working around the Constitution it's sort of like I was told when I was trying to stop a war they said oh that part about declaring war we don't follow that part anymore you know that's what we're dealing with at least we have to be realistic
1: well the um, hopefully the military mandate will be next because that is also a terrible idea and there's a lot going on in that but let's move on to uh, the next topic we want to discuss and this, I I didn't put the clip in, but it's basically, it was from NBC News, and it pointed out that the worst COVID cases are concentrated in just six states. The hospitalizations for COVID are really, I think 30 or 40% are just in these six states. And what do you think, think, Dr. Paul, maybe the most free states, maybe Florida with no (laughs) mandates, Texas with no mandates, South Dakota, no. They're the most mandated states, the most vaxxed states, and the most max mandated states
0: now we state this with a bit of confidence because there are statistics that show this but isn't it amazing that the general public has been exposed to the propaganda that says you know the real enemy are the unvaxxed people they are a threat to our liberties they are a threat to our lives they're a threat to our kids at the same time it turns out that you know the uh, the the, the vaccines haven't worked, and the lockdowns haven't worked, and, and yet they they don't seem to stop. Our numbers are growing. More and more people are asking questions, I think I think we're going to win a lot of these battles, uh, a court here, to the court there. Uh, I would expect that uh, you know by by the time, not even by the time of the election next year occurs. I think people can follow what is happening, and I don't think anybody has forgotten about Virginia. Yeah, you know, and uh, and and Virginia had a lot to do with the whole COVID uh, monstrosity that we've been putting up with and the loss of liberty. So that to me is encouraging, but the sooner the better that uh, we get our freedoms back because uh, I I think uh, we have other problems to deal with. Just the general attitude about our civil liberties and the uh, the, the adjustments that are going to have to be made because of all the deficits we have and the, and the Federal Reserve, because that's a problem is sitting out here. And then we had the COVID, you know, dumped on top of it. And they're not completely separate because I, we were complaining about the spending and the inflation be, before COVID. And then all of a sudden they spent. Oh, that's OK. We don't have to worry about it. Deficits don't matter. We, we, we need to spend the money to help get through. Uh, you, you know, the COVID thing. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't just the Democrats that wanted to spend that money. Yeah, that oh was yeah. very bipartisan. And it wasn't billions of dollars. It was trillions of dollars. So uh, hopefully we straighten this out and move in the right direction because... I think we have other types of problems that are going to become more visible. But every day, I think more and more people are, are being aware, becoming aware of the fact that uh, price inflation, cost of living, is a serious problem for, uh, you know, especially the middle class and the poor in this country.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, they don't want to talk about these six states and others that are the most locked down. And they might want to slap us around for misinformation. But in fact, as you say, these are facts. These are facts that you can see on graphs. You can look at the different numbers and you can see how they look. And in fact, let's look at a couple of those. Let's look at this first uh, clip that we have. Cases are taking off again in Illinois, which is odd considering they're one of the six states, the only six states with an active mask mandate for everyone regardless of vaccination status. Wonder how this could be happening since we know masks always prevent surges and if you look at, if you go back to that, uh, just leave it on for a second, please. Uh, and if you look at it, you'll see toward the right, statewide mask mandate reinstated. Boom, up go the cases. <laughs> Let's look at the next one. Michigan, this is also one of the six states that has the biggest hospitalization. They are the, have been the most locked down, the most mask mandated, vax mandated states, and it has done nothing, obviously. just Here's the next one. Let's look at one more. Here's another one of the bad states. Cases in Massachusetts are up 2,552%. Since Fauci said that with 50% of adults vaccinated, we wouldn't see surges like we've seen in the past. Could he have been wrong, Dr. Paul? (laughs) It says 96.4% of everyone 12 and over is at least partially vaccinated. Again, 96.4%. Yet the rapidly approaching last winter's surge. Look at that number go. Completely vertical. But guess where they're not rushing to the hospital, Dr. Paul? Thank goodness. Let's look at the next one. The horrible state of Florida where DeSantis wanted to kill people, the blue states said a few months ago. There's a little tiny winter bump. Yeah, people are getting a cold over there, but it's nothing like the places where they're locked down and masked up
0: and vaxxed up. I don't know why that is. Yeah. You, you know, you, you would think they would, would pay attention, but they still dismiss it. They don't want to believe this. And so they locked on on it. What, what I think it should be suggested, the decent people out there who happen to be in different political parties, and uh, if they would just open their mind and say, well, you know, maybe we ought to at least check it, this out. You yeah. know, I don't want to believe this. But uh, in all fairness, why don't we look at these statistics and uh, we're going to get them all together and we're going to send them (laughs) over there and you lecture them and tell them how these statistics work. But the information is out there. And uh, that's what uh, I I think that uh, that's all we're asking right now for the many, many individuals because there are some that they know exactly what their agenda is. And you you can't appeal to them by reason because you might say, well, this is undermining people's liberties. And. It's hurting our economy. Well, oh, that's what we're trying to do. That, that's our goal, you know, because we want to remake America in the eyes of the Marxist system, yeah. so that they don't care about that. But most people aren't that. I think a very, very small minority are in the planning stage of I want to destroy what we have because we all have to become Marxist. See, I, I don't believe that, but we're the, uh, the propagandists have sort of have control of that scenario, and a lot of people have gone along with it by believing, well, you, you can't not take care of the kids. You have to make sure they have their vaccination, and the authorities are telling them this. So it is a, to me the challenge is who's telling the truth. Yeah. And, uh, and right now, there's a fertile field out there for people who are looking for the truth, so I hope we can contribute a little bit to uh, finding out what the truth really is.
1: And you make a good point there. We are not claiming to have any conclusion. All we're saying is that these charts look pretty weird to us, <laughs> so why is nobody interested in investigating If someone looked into the numbers and said, well, these are way off, This is I don't know where these are coming from, that would be something different. But all they can do is cancel people for pointing out that something strange is going on we don't know what it is. Our goal is to have it investigated, not to reach a conclusion. But I, I guess we move on to the, next, to the next one. Dr. Paul, this is not going to shock you. If you've looked at the Dow lately and you've looked what's happened to Pfizer and Moderna, <laughs> uh, if you look what happened to the shareholders, probably a lot of people in Congress have got a few shares of these. Put up this next uh, clip, if you can, from CNN Health. Omicron's here. Guess what? Protection against Omicron coronavirus variant improves with three vaccine doses, <laughs> Pfizer says. you got to get three more of them.
0: Oh, boy. I, I wonder how that is calculated. Do you, do you think they look at the bottom line when these things come out? <laughs> <laughs> they might say, hey, there's been a <clears throat> lip downward. We better be careful. You know, so all of a sudden we have to have another emergency and uh, uh, another another variant, and they can keep it going. But they, uh, if people are really looking around, they need to really... Keep studying about viruses and what variants are and what it really might mean. There may be good news in the development of variants, yeah. as some have reported, rather than it being a sign, well, it's worse that we have to lock down and we have to scare more people, we have to get add another another uh, vaccine shot to it. It, it. It's positively amazing that uh, the solution is always continue to do the same thing that's caused all our trouble. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Well, we do have a video clip, uh, and this is the CEO of BioNTech,
1: and and you might want to put on your your earplug, Dr. Paul, if you want to hear it, but if we can cue up that video, this is the CEO, BioNTech, he's telling people, yes, we've got something to fight the Omicron, which everyone says is really not that bad, it's like a common cold. He says, our new thing is great, it's three more shots. Let's listen to the CEO.
0: Yeah, particularly with, um, with, the, with the data now coming for the Omicron variant, it is very clear uh, that our vaccine for the Omicron variant uh, should be a three-dose vaccine. <laughs> so, so you
1: had the two shots, and then they said you got to get a booster. Okay, so you got your booster. This is in the course of one year, Dr. Paul. You're a good little robot, you go and you get your two shots, and then the government says, ah, that's not very good, you need a booster. So you get your third shot. And then this guy comes on the screen and says, no, you need three more. So in the course of the year, they want people to take six shots of their mRNA vaccine that we were told was 100% effective just a couple of months ago. I just wonder how many people are going to go along with this.
0: You know, uh, we're mentioning here and others have mentioned it too that there's pretty good evidence that uh, this is not a solution you know just more and more shots is not not a solution we talk a little bit about the money you just did it and i mentioned about the profits made so that's another indication but there's one other factor that's popping up all the time which really frightens me about looking at that and that is could these uh, uh, booster shots and all the vaccines be the a major contributing factor to the complications that we're reading about and we hear stories that are not adequately reported but in a way reported but ignored too so that that is a major thing. It probably is not helping. Costs a lot of money, and that uh, it uh, it is creating a new problem. And I I think there are some people who are making the case that all this nonsense is helps create the variants or interfere with the variants that are serving a uh, economic not an economic but a medical benefit because uh, you know the world has gone through many many viruses and they we go through cold viruses every year, so what what if the whole country woke up and said, you know, in a way, it it is amazing. I really wasn't all that sick with this thing, Uh, but you know, today, uh, right now, I saw an article that showed that uh, people are having uh, uh, more heart attacks and pressure, uh, chest pressure, and I got to thinking, well, you know, you can make people sick by if they get hysterical about it, all kinds of symptoms come up. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, small little symptoms can be blown out of proportion in the emotions that are built up. And I think there, there's a lot of that going on in our society because people actually are acting not as if... Uh, this is a, a problem that we can deal with but it's the end of the world yeah. and uh, I mean that horrible story the other day that the guy gets so depressed over this and the fact that uh, you know he forged somebody's uh, uh, passport and you get penalized on that so he got depressed and you know what happened now yeah. he killed kill himself and his family I yeah. mean that, that, that of course is just outrageous but there's a lot of in between people are stressed out with this and uh, that's uh, and that might be a reflection of of, you know the crime rate too yeah you know what's happening there and and well even from the very beginning the mask on the kids of the depression of kids yeah so it it, there is a a lot of penalty uh, for doing something that is unproven at at the same time uh, and there's there's no evidence that a lot of goods coming from it
1: yeah well, we wanted to do a little update from yesterday's program. We talked about the danger of war with Russia. We talked about the, the people who are rattling the sabers. And here's the number one saber rattler right now. <laughs> We're going to listen to him. He's on Cavuto. Senator Roger Wicker, Republican out of Mississippi, who is, uh, I would say, probably insane. He said on live TV that we should consider bombing Russian military assets and quote, rain destruction on Russia, and we should really think about using a first strike nuclear weapon on Russia. Let's, um, let's listen to him in his own words. Well, military action uh, could mean uh, that, that we stand off with our ships in the Black Sea and, and we rain destruction, uh, uh, on, mil- on, on Russian military capability, it could mean that. It could mean that we participate, and I would not rule that out. I would not rule out American troops on the ground. We don't, do you know, we don't rule out uh, first use nuclear um, <laughs> action. Uh, well, military action So he's uh, saying that could mean- we should consider using nuclear weapons to protect Ukraine's border. Right. Meanwhile, I got news for him. There's something another happen- border we ought to be working on. <laughs> There's something on. happening down in Texas. <laughs> um,
0: you know, this is the saying has been around for a long time. Nothing off the table, which always annoys the daylight out yeah. of me because it always inferred that we would use that. And that's that's being strong. That's being tough. That's appealing to the base. That's appealing to a lot of Republicans. unfortunately. But that, that to me is sad. You know, the interesting thing is I'm so disappointed because uh, I served a good many years while I was there. I think uh, Roger was there. He was somebody that I knew, uh-huh. and he was very friendly, a very nice personality. Then you hear this, stuff. Yeah. and I'm so disappointed in that, that uh, he— at personality wise and this is not unusual that uh i think in a way george bush was like that yeah but at the same time his a gentle personality and and was uh, personable at the same time you know starting a war that lasted 20 years w- was no big deal yeah. and, and roger is, is in that category but i can guarantee you uh he is doing it uh, with the best intention <laughs> so the hair is Watch out for people who have good intentions. They're not enough. You, you have to have some good ideas and decency and an understanding about what personal liberty is all about.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we know, Dr. Paul, finally what we're doing today. You know some people have blamed the shots for heart attacks, blood clots, people dropping like flies on the football field, the soccer field. Some people are blaming the shots. Not us. Some people are. But finally, we have the answer to why we're having so many heart attacks among young people, so many blood clots among young people. Let's put up this next clip from the news piece we looked at yesterday. Researchers warn that cold weather can cause blood clots and heart attacks. So Dr. Paul, nothing to see here. What is your medical opinion of this? Well, I have to concede a little bit.
0: Okay. Um, Because uh, over the years, uh, and I'm sure you've read the stories, when the first snowfall comes, and up north especially and you get eight or ten inches and nobody had snow plows and snow blowers and all this so people who are totally out of shape (laughs) they go out and i gotta clean my sidewalk that is a common thing and probably very real. Somebody uh, is out of shape, goes out, and gets uh, overworked and has a heart attack. But I don't think that's what they're talking about here. Cool weather is a medical uh, benefit to people. And, uh, I mean, a a medical harm, and it's the cold weather. And uh, that's, uh, Well, th- those people should be for a little global warming, shouldn't <laughs> <Yeah>. they? <laughs> Maybe global warming uh, will warm your heart. You're going to you know? get us so canceled. So <laughs> that, that's getting a little bit uh, carried away uh, but that's a mixed bag because uh, we j- just talked a little bit about the anxiety and the stress that yeah. goes on which is very very real but uh, believe me when they do autopsies on some of these people that have been on these uh, uh, vaccines they have blood clots mm. and people say well yeah but that's just a few they ju- uh, just a few. A, a, that we hear about yeah. and uh, the real numbers aren't in maybe in fact w- we won't uh, ever have I, I think the total real numbers but the people who have gone back i think it was in italy they went back and checked it out and 97 percent that died of covid you know uh d- didn't really die of covid yeah you know with it was something COVID. else yeah. So, yeah so uh i think uh, i think This falls into the category good reason to seek the truth and do our very best to find out what is scientifically defensible (laughs) and uh, and try to sort it out because uh, one one thing for sure, the answers by the federal government and the bureaucrats and the drug companies should not be our family doctor. And that's what's happened. I don't think people should depend on them to get family doctor advice.
1: Well, 13 years living in Virginia, Dr. Paul, and shoveling snow in surprisingly not the best shape uh, I can attest to feeling like you're going to have a heart attack <laughs> but I'll remind our viewers again I will add a link in the bottom of the show time is running out for Dr. Paul's free copy of his new book uh, for supporters of this program and the Ron Paul Institute uh, just check the description it'll tell you how you can go through and do it and thanks very much for support uh, please subscribe please hit hit up link or hit uh, like share it with your friends push it around let's get more subscribers and get the
0: word out, and we appreciate your helping us do that. Before. Very good. I want to just emphasize one point that we made early in the show, and that is the courts have been uh, somewhat very uh, helpful to us, and uh, just this recent court ruling means that the mandate uh, efforts by the president, the brakes are being placed on there, that is good. And the pressure has to continue because their their whole goal and their understanding is that they have a right to go around the Constitution, which is the way Washington works. So, yes, uh, there's been some good judges ruling correctly that the authority to just mandate and tell people what they have to do with masks, even though their jobs are lost and their health is injured by all these rules. Uh, It it means, though, that... uh, we, we have to continue to fight that we have because I do believe that truth does win out in the end and then the people will want to strive uh, for more information I think election year is coming up I think it's a ripe time for finding out what the real polling is and I think the real polling may be that there's much more determination to restore some decent order and more freedom for the individual from what we found out in Virginia So and, and I would say The results in Florida are great, and we've had some improvement here in Texas. So there, there are people moving in the right direction. So there's reason for us to continue Everybody who comes to the conclusion that we have too much of this mandates from the government, not just over COVID, but too many mandates altogether in everything that the government does, which means that if you have a true understanding and put that together with, you know, an understanding of what uh, the morality is of personal liberty and why it's beneficial and why it happens to be constitutional, I think if you come to that conclusion, I happen to have a belief that we all have a personal responsibility to do our best for our own self-interest to spread that message. But in the meantime, it's a message that could help a lot of other people, you know, survive the problems that we have to face. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the Liberty Report. Please come back soon.